Welcome to Rental Equip Talk Radio with your host, Donald Charbonnet. This is the radio program designed for industry insiders, as well as anyone interested in getting into the rental equipment industry. Now, here is Donald Charbonnet. Well, hello, and how y'all doing today? I'm your host, Donald Charbonnet, broadcasting live from what sounds like a little froggy New Orleans. I think I've got the same thing that half the country's got with something uh, rubbing in my throat. So if I sound a little off today, I apologize for that in advance. But the show must go on. So today's show is sponsored by WGL Consulting, the go-to company for buying and selling equipment companies. The company is headed by the industry's leading legal mind, Mr. James Waite. And fortunately, I too am an associate. Uh, we can be reached at james at wglconsulting.com or me, Donald, at wglconsulting.com. So how's the world of rental doing today? How's your competitive spirit holding up? Let me ask you, what's your USP? Yep, unique selling proposition. We'll talk about that in a minute. A big thank you to our listeners, to your friends and associates, I hope you enjoyed last week's show with James about buying or selling an equipment company. By far the largest audience I have ever had on this show in the thousands. It was very gratifying. And remember, you can always listen on demand after the show. Please let me know if there's a certain guest or subject you'd like to have, and I'll do my best to get it on. You can reach me at rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com. You can even call me a live call or text me at 504-615-0540. And as we are live today, you can call in at 1-866-472-5790. So what to talk about today? What is a unique selling proposition? Ask any marketing expert about a unique selling proposition better known as USP, and they'll tell you it's something that differentiates your product or service from others like it. This is accurate, but understanding and defining a USP for your business can be a pivotal decision. It involves establishing an identity that is part of the bedrock of your company. USPs can be anything, a unique product feature, a greater company mission, stellar customer service, or a brand story. This can make it difficult to define a strong, meaningful concept for your business. At the heart of the USP, however, is creating a core company identity that extends from your product or service. This can create propensity behind your products. It gives what you <laughs> what you do an oath that cannot be constructed or faked and customers will be drawn to products made with purpose. Your USP is all about what makes you unique in a way that is both relevant and appealing to your target market. Your USP is not necessarily your company's slogan or marketing message, although it could act as this in some scenarios. Instead, a USP is more tangible. It can work as a backbone for your business decisions, processes, and overall culture. FedEx has one of the most recognizable USPs of any company. 
when it absolutely, positively has to be there overnight. This quick sentence is not just a surface-level promise, but the impetus behind FedEx's overall mission as a company. So, writing a USP, whether you're starting a new business or looking to shape up an existing product lineup, develop a USP or developing a USP is a crucial step in the life cycle of your product and business. According to experts, the overall process can be broken down into a few steps, analyzing your competitors, putting yourself in your customer's shoes, and brainstorming emotional concepts for your business. Analyzing your competitors is a good way to get an idea of the whole market you're operating within. Instead of focusing on what products they sell, see which strategies they're running or what their marketing messages are. This will help you define what each company's unique selling proposition is and how they distinguish themselves from each other. By analyzing competitive strategies, you can get an idea of how they want to be perceived. This is a crucial step in understanding a USP and considering where your business fits into the market. The next step is putting yourself in your customer's shoes and analyzing your product and business. This can be both the most important and most difficult step. Considering what drives and motivates your customers is a good way to start. You need to know what your customers really want and not what you think they will want or will like. Are your existing customers choosing you over your competition because they like your service, reliability, or maybe it's in the quality of your product? Because this is a different thing to do Some experts recommend going a step further by brainstorming new angles to think of your role as a customer. Using this question to get a fresh perspective on who your customers are. Who is the kind of person that, if they had this product and you took it away from them, would feel some sort of pain? This will give you a more informed idea of who you're serving and provide you with a concrete angle to analyze your own products and business. You have to put yourself in the shoes of someone whose life would be improved with your product. This question helps us build out specifically who that person is in terms of their needs and media consumption. What kind of similar brands they're shopping with and so on. Then, we use that to build out the company's initial audience. After considering your competitors and your audience, brainstorm different qualities of your company, your intentions, and consider how you can espouse one quality to an impactful emotional concept. This bridge is what separates great USPs from company mantras that just aren't compelling. 
The subconscious motivates through emotion, not reason. We have to translate every idea into an emotional concept. And with that empowering story, businesses are able to connect to their target at the right time and place and at the deepest possible level to influence his behavior. And remember that your USP doesn't necessarily have to center around a product detail, but can encompass a unique aspect about your business as a whole. By playing up this quality to your target audience, you can stand out. Couple of examples of unique selling propositions. As with any marketing concept, it can be easy to get lost in the theory and process of it all. So here's a few real world examples of USPs to help get your brainstorming started. Avis, we're number two, we try harder. FedEx, as I said earlier, when it absolutely, positively has to be there overnight. And what about Target? Expect more, pay less. So here are some ways to develop a unique selling proposition. Remember, a unique selling proposition, which defines your company's unique position in the marketplace, is an important part of creating pricing power and a business that customers genuinely love. A strong, unique selling proposition lets you stand apart from the competitors and actively focus your energy on creating things that cater to your ideal group of customers. As Seth Godin put it, instead of working so hard to prove the skeptics wrong, it makes a lot more sense to delight the true believers. They deserve it, after all, and they're the ones that are going to spread the word for you. So having a unique selling point, even one that ostracizes some prospective customers, is a competitive advantage that allows you to avoid the trap of trying to please everyone. So why do we need a unique selling proposition? It's likely that many of your prospective customers have difficulty dealing, excuse me, deciding Which option in our industry is the one that deserves their time, their money, and trust? This selection can be a daunting process for customers. They don't have the experience to know what separates one competitor from another. That's why it's your job to assist them by making your unique selling proposition obvious, different, and memorable enough that they can see exactly what your business has to offer that the other guys do not. As Theodore Levitt, author and professor at Harvard Business School says, differentiation is one of the most important strategic and tactical activities in which companies must constantly engage. In order to be remembered in a crowded marketplace, and ours is a very crowded marketplace, 
it helps if your business has a trait that's worth remembering. While a superior product and outstanding service are the foundation for growing a company that goes the distance, there is an opportunity to use differentiation as a competitive advantage in order to stand out like a sore thumb. So you have to create a unique selling proposition that works. When it comes to developing a unique point of difference for your business, it's impossible to give one-size-fits-all advice. That said, there are certainly some best practices that work across marketplaces and that any business owner can apply to make their unique selling proposition worthwhile. And so here's some examples of methods as well as examples of how certain companies can put them into practice. So I'm sure at this point, before we get into that, you're thinking, I've got so much different equipment. I have so many different variations of customers, so many different contractor types along the way with all the different equipment. How do I zoom in to try to get one thing that pulls it all together? Therein lies the difficulty in finding your unique selling proposition. But I think if you dig deep enough, then you're going to find out what your unique selling proposition is that might cover the whole spectrum of the do-it-yourselfers, the contractors, the party renters, whomever you rent to along the way to bring them back and trust you with their business and and money. (laughs) At the end of the day, that's what it's all about. You got the product and service and they got the money and you want the money. But you're also problem solving their businesses. So it's a real important uh, part of the process and having a business to know uh, what your unique selling proposition is and mainly because our businesses are so varied in all the product lines that we have to treat our customers to the proper service that they deserve in renting our products. So when we come back, we're going to talk about appeal to an ideal customer and consider the uh, discussion, uh, or lecture, I should say, on unique selling propositions that work. At that, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, let me loosen this uh, throat up a little bit. And it's back to you, Voice America. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Genie Aerial Pros is one of the most comprehensive industry websites focused on safety and standards, service, and new products and applications. The Genie Aerial Pros site features experts in aerial and rental markets with five decades of experience and shared knowledge. You'll also get information on upcoming industry and company events, videos, training, and more. The Genie Aerial Pros website is available on a wide variety of platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or through our own website at genielift.com. Genie Genuine Parts undergo testing on long-term durability and reliability, which means higher equipment resale values and warranties for you. 
You don't want to waste time and money on generic parts or even counterfeit parts, especially in the long run. Genie Genuine Parts are factory fitted and field tested to the highest of standards, which means more machine uptime. We also have free ground freight on orders of $750 or more from our two parts warehouses. Go to genielift.com to find out more. Have you tried the new generation of Genie XC Booms? The XC stands for extra capacity, and with new technology in the design, the Genie XC Booms carry a higher load with dual capacity capability, compliant to global industry standards. Save time while you increase productivity. The new Genie XC Booms are common in design, parts, and accessories for easier servicing. For more information about the Genie family of XC Boom Lifts, visit genielift.com. That's genielift.com. The Genie Z60-37FE Boom Lift is at the forefront of true hybrid technology. It is actually two machines in one that can be used for both indoor and outdoor applications. The Genie difference is a lower cost of operation and cleaner performance. The Genie 60-37FE Boom Lift is more fuel efficient, driven by high efficiency AC motors, which means lower emissions too. Check out the Genie FE difference today. Visit genielift.com. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. This is Rental Equip Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com. That's rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. And welcome back. And that call-in number today is 1-866-472-5790. And today's topic is uh, unique selling propositions, and I was just commenting, so you have to have it, (laughs) so in creating a unique selling proposition, you have to have one that works, and when it comes to developing a unique selling point of difference for your business, it's impossible to give uh, one-size-fits-all advice because of all the different products we have. That said, there's certainly some best practices that work across marketplaces, so here are some, of, some methods as well as examples of how certain companies put them into place. So finding your ideal customer often takes quite a bit of legwork, again, especially with the variety of products that we all have. When you finally identify the perfect person to sell to, it makes sense to appeal to them through every aspect of your business. But would you consider going to the extreme of ostracizing non-customers to spur your brand loyalty. So here's an example. One famous retail chain has adopted this practice as an extreme fashion. Abercrombie & Fitch's CEO, Mike Jeffries, identifies their ideal customers as cool, good-looking people. And has publicly said the brand refuses to market to anyone outside of that subgroup. Now, is this crazy or tactical? In a recent article on, on ANF, Perverse Brilliance author Roger Dooley argues that the backlash from Jeffrey's comments on the brand's practices may not be as financially detrimental as one would think. 
And while there's no argument that Jeffrey's comments were insensitive, the wave of negative responses that followed came mostly from older consumers, and it didn't appear to affect the purchasing patterns of A&F's younger customers. In fact, a retail analyst points out that this long-term exclusionary strategy has, has actually generally worked out for A&F. Their brand image has the same from the beginning, and they've been quite successful with it. And you can't be everything to everyone. Otherwise, you set yourself up for more risk. Now, think about your rental company and your USP. What I recommend you do, as, as callous, rude, and insensitive as Jeffrey's is, would, would I recommend that? Absolutely not. Our businesses are too varied. Your business can certainly find a far less reprehensible approach for identifying and exclusively selling to your ideal customer. The point here is that this narrow focus is such an effective strategy that even outrageous comments from a disillusioned CEO weren't able to drastically decrease its impact. And so now you have to leverage unique personalities in your industry. It may seem strange to assess an industry on the basis of personality, but hear me out. Certain industries carry an undeserved reputation that distorts how outsiders view them, often for the worse. For example, the search engine optimization, SEO for short, industry, struggles with a lingering reputation for being nothing more than a group of spammers who pollute the web and ruin the search experience for others in favor of profits. Rayan Fishkin, founder of Moz, knows that this perception is a disservice to the many technically skilled, hardworking, and honest search engine marketers who don't partake in these practices. Fishkin always branded Moz as a business that offers software and community for professional and aspiring SEOs. He's put a great deal of effort into creating a welcoming brand that is open, accepting, and transparent. But the use of Roger, Moz's lovable robot mascot, is a great example of how the business is working to create, or rather recreate, a positive perception of the SEO industry. With Roger at the helm, the Moz team has sought to become the welcoming entry point for those interested in the SEO community that were skeptical of the personality defect, characterizing it as a shady industry to get involved with. And you also have to avoid the superstar effect, rat race. As an MIT graduate, author, and Georgetown professor, Cal Newport, he's written about the superstar effect. That pigeonholes many top applicants to prestigious colleges. Instead of trying to stand out, most simply try to be the best. But when you're competing with the best, this often just puts you among the status quo, giving you no opportunity to stand out. I believe even the smallest of rental companies competing with the big boys 
have the opportunity to stand out, so to speak, in their marketplace. Entrepreneur and marketer Corbett Barr discussed how this way of thinking seeps into business. Companies often strive to be the best, but the first thing they should do is merely be different. Let me repeat that. The first thing they should do is merely be different. Think about how you would see this goal if you were a restaurant owner, for example. Given the subjective taste of an entire city of people being the best restaurant in town would be a far less fruitful endeavor and require far more effort than becoming the place you must go for blank. Again, plug in rental company instead of restaurant and see what you're best at. ABC is the place to go for aerial equipment. The idea is that the competition won't be as much of a concern if you change the rules of the game. You should first seek to do something better by doing it uniquely. (laughs) Vehicles for hire via your smartphone. (laughs) Who'd have thought? Rather than trying to simply be the best in a vague, crowded market. Customer loyalty advice is available on the internet in spades, but it's almost always anecdotal. What if instead the advice given was supported by consumer studies, academic research, and specific examples? In lieu of trying to be the best in a sea of other customer service blogs, why not try to be different by offering up content that you won't find anywhere else? And most importantly, you got to get personal. Can a strong personality be incorporated into a company's unique selling proposition? Absolutely. But proceed with caution. Stealing from hip-hop mogul Jay-Z's insistence that he's not a businessman, he's a business man. Businesses, especially small businesses, should realize that a strong personality can go a long way as long as it aligns with what's being sold. And consider the case of George Zimmer, founder of Men's Warehouse. When the company's board recently fired Zimmer, many analysts were quick to point out that no matter what the dispute was, removing Zimmer from the company was a bad move. Why? He had become a recognizable personality and was beloved by many of the customers and company employees. Mary Buffett wrote in a Huffington Post article, Firing George Zimmer from the men's warehouse is like benching Warren Buffett over at Berkshire Hathaway. As the pitch-perfect spokesman, losing Zimmer will remove the soul from the men's warehouse brand, I guarantee it. I wonder why no rental company leaders don't have any media like TV or radio or never pitch man. Look at what Mike Rowe you know, the dirtiest jobs guy has done for so many as a spokesman. 
Find a local celebrity to help your company pitch your services. So many companies do this. And how can a single employee, even a founder, cause so many publications to proclaim that a brand will lose its soul when he's ousted? In the case of Zimmer, it's because his deep, gravelly voice and down-to-earth personality were so often identified with the every man that he positioned the business around. Zimmer built a brand that sought to help average Joes look great in a suit without feeling uncomfortable and without breaking the bank. But the real secret to his marketing success was his embodiment of the person he was selling to. In Zimmer's 500 hours of recorded footage of men's warehouse commercials, he made a promise that men, young and old, believe in. You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. This sort of personality, which so perfectly aligned with what was being sold, is something that is difficult, if not impossible, to buy. Zimmer himself showcased everything Men's Warehouse purported to care about, making him an integral part of their unique selling proposition. You're going to like you're going to like our equipment, but you're going to love our service. Maybe that's a slogan for a rental company to do, uh, to replace that of, of a George Zimmer. So I'll go back to that. You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. For a rental company, you're going to like our equipment, but you're going to love our service. So there's, there's exceptional examples of unique content and selling propositions from other industries. But when I come back, I'm going to go into these. But be thinking rental as I talk about these other companies that are pure examples of having a unique selling proposition. With that, let's take another break and back to you, Voice America. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. The Genie Z60-37FE Boom Lift is at the forefront of true hybrid technology. It is actually two machines in one that can be used for both indoor and outdoor applications. The Genie difference is a lower cost of operation and cleaner performance. The Genie 60-37FE Boomlift is more fuel efficient, driven by high-efficiency AC motors, which means lower emissions too. Check out the Genie FE difference today. Visit GenieLift.com. Genie Aerial Pros is one of the most comprehensive industry websites focused on safety and standards, service, and new products and applications. The Genie Aerial Pros site features experts in aerial and rental markets with five decades of experience and shared knowledge. You'll also get information on upcoming industry and company events, videos, training, and more. The Genie Aerial Pros website is available on a wide variety of platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or through our own website, at genielift.com. 
Genie Genuine Parts undergo testing on long-term durability and reliability, which means higher equipment resale values and warranties for you. You don't want to waste time and money on generic parts or even counterfeit parts, especially in the long run. Genie Genuine Parts are factory fitted and field tested to the highest of standards, which means more machine uptime. We also have free ground freight on orders of $750 or more from our two parts warehouses. Go to genielift.com to find out more. Have you tried the new generation of Genie XC Booms? The XC stands for extra capacity, and with new technology in the design, the Genie XC Booms carry a higher load with dual capacity capability, compliant to global industry standards. Save time while you increase productivity. The new Genie XC Booms are common in design, parts, and accessories for easier servicing. For more information about the Genie family of XC Boom Lifts, visit genielift.com. That's genielift.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Rental Equipped Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. That's rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. And welcome back. This is Donald Charbonnet, your host of Rental Equipped Talk Radio, broadcasting from New Orleans. Again, sorry for the dragging my voice, but uh, I think it's going around. So today we've been talking about unique selling propositions. And before the break, I talked about, I have some examples of unique content and selling propositions from other industries. But I want you to think rental as you hear these. Learning is often best done by example. So I highlighted a few small selection of brands that use their unique selling proposition to stand out and succeed in some tough marketplaces. The first is a company called Man Crates, and a stellar example of machismo made fun again. Excuse me. Um, Man Crates is an online store that ships stuff guys like in wooden crates that have to be opened with a crowbar. While their items themselves make for great gifts, uh, things like uh, customized beer mugs, grilling equipment, beef jerky. It's the unique selling proposition that really sells this brand. Man Crates is oozing with personality at every turn. And as a customer myself, I've had a hearty laugh at the company's help page, which boldly shows you this. Few companies could get away with a help section that tells you to try harder. But when it's a guy... When it's guys buying gifts for other guys, not following directions and not asking for help, is simply a rite of passage. The bravado here is welcomed and doesn't cross over into areas where it doesn't belong. When, when contacted men's create customer service about a wrong delivery, the representative was quick, helpful, and friendly, showing that exceptional service takes priority over the brand's image. Crazy. Who'd have thought? How about Everlane Apparel? As previously mentioned, the way you build your product and the values you stand for can be important parts of your unique selling proposition. 
Everlane Apparel stands out from the crowd in this respect. The company culture wholeheartedly promotes that they call radical transparency. They pride themselves on a diligent, upstanding process for the manufacture of their goods with the motto, know your factories, know your costs, always ask why. Since Everlane sells what they call luxury basics, product differentiation isn't achieved through flashiness, but through a sincere interest in how the company makes their goods, conducts business, and gives special attention to their craft, down to the last V-neck. Illusionists. Can a company really make a playing card deck? Interesting. Illusionists can. Their whole business is built on selling things that are different. A must, given that they sell, what they sell are 52-card decks. How do they make these interesting and profitable? By appealing to a highly specific customer, magicians. One of the cardinal sins of selling physical products online is offering something that consumers can find at any old store. Illusionists counted this by offering flashy, unique decks of cards that you really can't find anywhere else. And since they cater to those interested in showmanship via card tricks and the occasional extravagant poker player, they've cornered a niche market instead of just being another producer of cheap decks of playing cards. So have you considered a deck of cards with your rental company's name on it as a handout? I know many a guy who has a guy's card night, it's just a thought, as another handout to keep your company's name in front of customers. And how about Saddleback Leather? Saddleback Leather's company tagline is, they'll fight over it when you're dead. Combine this with an Our Story webpage that includes a picture of a machine gun and no one can accuse Saddleback of being a company lacking personality. One of my favorite pages on the site is the Our Rivals page, where the owner invites customers to compare products with his biggest competitors. I'm so confident that you'll find our classic look and over-engineered durability so hard to resist that I want you to shop around. Go ahead. The more the shop the better we look. The positioning here isn't done for fluff. The company sells expensive leather goods. And to justify these premium prices, it makes sense to boldly call out your competitors. The owner wants you to see the difference in quality to showcase why that bag you covet cost $500. Lastly, Saddleback isn't all about testosterone-driven declarations. The owner also displays a very personal side with a webpage dedicated to his dog named Blue. This serves as a great example of putting your personality into your business in a way that won't lead to any Mike Jeffries comparisons with A&F. So, How bold are you about your rental company? Are you confident you're the best in your market? Here's another one. Think geek. 
Hobby stores for geeks are another example of an industry with a lingering reputation for personality defects. They are often characterized as weird and filled with snooty employees who look down on beginners. Think Geek, in comparison, is all about community with unique features like customer action shots and an emphasis on novel products that build on already existing communities. Take a lesson from Think Geek's playbook and closely examine the needs and wants of your ideal customers, asking yourself, what often stops people from buying? When you have your answer, you'll find your unique selling proposition. So, on your website, do you have action shots of your equipment actually working on job sites? Videos, that is. If not action shots, even some still shots. Show your equipment in action. Go for it. Put some content in that website. Let people see that your equipment actually works and show it on job sites. These are just some crazy examples that could compare these companies to rental companies. So remember, above all, that it's still all about selling. Just as relationship marketing is much about the marketing as it is about the relationships, the same applies for creating a unique selling proposition. It's a form of differentiation that needs to be built around selling more products and services, not just to make your business into a quirky brand that stands out but can't get traction. In the book, Reality in Advertising, advertising executive Rasha Reeves lays down three rules that unique selling propositions should follow if they wish to have more than just creative branding. One, each advertisement must make a proposition to the customer, not just words, product puffery, or show window advertising. Each advertisement must say to the reader, rent this product for this benefit. Number two, the proposition must be one the competition cannot or does not offer. It must be unique, either in the brand or in a claim the rest of that particular advertising or area does not make. And three, the proposition must be strong enough to move the masses, i.e. attract new customers. Make sure you're standing out for the right reasons and that your brand's positioning in your marketplace is intended to move what you sell or rent, not just to stand out. So now it's your turn. With thousands of business owners, marketers, and social media mavens reading the Convince and Convert blog, my curiosity has gotten the best of me. I want to hear what your business does differently. Share your story by writing to me or giving me some examples to share with my listeners. Or tell us about a business you love that stands out among, among the competition. You can write to me at rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com or call me. Let's have a conversation about it and let's get the concept out of the front of everybody. After all, what I really want to do with this show is bring content and take-home value to you, the listeners, 
that, again, last week was in the thousands, which is very, very gratifying for me. So have you decided, have you been thinking about what your USP is? I think it's going to take some brainstorming with your key employees, uh, managers, owners, uh, different department heads to try to see what you're best at over the competition because there's a lot of big boys out there who have the financial resources to do it. And a lot of them may just be hiring ad agencies to come up with some unique product. But you don't see in the top five rental companies the head of those companies going on TV and say, you need to rent from us because we're the best, we got the most, and our rates are fair, and we'll give you the best service that we can. So we'll take our last break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about advantages of cross-selling to existing customers. Thanks for joining me today. I'll be right back. Back to you. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Genie Aerial Pros is one of the most comprehensive industry websites focused on safety and standards, service, and new products and applications. The Genie Aerial Pros site features experts in aerial and rental markets with five decades of experience and shared knowledge. You'll also get information on upcoming industry and company events, videos, training, and more. The Genie Aerial Pros website is available on a wide variety of platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or through our own website at genielift.com. Genie Genuine Parts undergo testing on long-term durability and reliability, which means higher equipment resale values and warranties for you. You don't want to waste time and money on generic parts or even counterfeit parts, especially in the long run. Genie Genuine Parts are factory fitted and field tested to the highest of standards, which means more machine uptime. We also have free ground freight on orders of $750 or more from our two parts warehouses. Go to genielift.com to find out more. Have you tried the new generation of Genie XC Booms? The XC stands for extra capacity, and with new technology in the design, the Genie XC Booms carry a higher load with dual capacity capability, compliant to global industry standards. Save time while you increase productivity. The new Genie XC Booms are common in design, parts, and accessories for easier servicing. For more information about the Genie family of XC Boom lifts, visit genielift.com. That's genielift.com. The Genie Z60-37FE Boom Lift is at the forefront of true hybrid technology. It is actually two machines in one that can be used for both indoor and outdoor applications. The Genie difference is a lower cost of operation and cleaner performance. The Genie 60-37FE Boom Lift is more fuel efficient, driven by high efficiency AC motors, which means lower emissions too. Check out the Genie FE difference today. Visit genielift.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Rental Equip Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com. That's rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. 
And welcome back. This is Donald Charbonnet, your host of Rental Equip Talk Radio. And today we have been talking about unique selling proposition. And we've uh, beat that horse to death, I think. So we're going to jump into another subject in this last segment of the show. And that's called cross-selling to existing customers. This is one of the most important things a salesman can do for their company. And you know what? Your outside sales and even delivery personnel can be the biggest help by noticing what other rental equipment is seen on job sites. The advantages of cross-selling to regular customers far outweighs any potential drawbacks. Example, anyone who's visited Amazon.com has probably seen a section of recommendations at the bottom of the screen. Based on your interest in a current item, Amazon suggests other items you might want to buy. Back in 06, the online giant estimated a 35% revenue increase from those recommendations, a number that has probably only gone up, I can't even imagine what it is today. By including the recommendations, Amazon demonstrated how well they understood the advantages of cross-selling to their existing customer base. I recognize, of course, Amazon has a bit of an edge. Their recommendations are essentially the online equivalent of the candy bar aisle in the grocery store. The add-on items usually aren't terribly expensive and are more likely to be impulse buys. However, that doesn't invalidate the advantages of cross-selling bigger ticket items or cross-selling to businesses. No matter what you're selling, cross-sales is an excellent way to increase your revenue without going through the effort of finding new leads and building new relationships. In our case, it's what other equipment do they need on the job or the next phase of the job. So what is cross-selling? Cross-selling simply refers to selling or renting an existing customer, product, or service in addition to what they initially wanted. As an example, so if a business owner is looking for group health insurance and you also sell group life insurance, well, (laughs) you've cross-sold. Or, in our case, if you've rented a concrete breaker, maybe recommend concrete finishing equipment. They've got to go back and fix it. This is simple ABC stuff in the rental industry. Cross-selling looks different across business sectors, but one thing all cross-sales should have in common is that they enhance value for the customer. The biggest risk with cross-selling is that an existing customer won't find added value to the additional purchase, which can fracture a business relationship. However, when practiced correctly, the advantages of cross-selling all but cancel out the risk involved. And I think, you know, the worst thing I've ever heard in my career is a customer saying, I didn't know you guys rented those. Man, that is a killer. The person doing the selling didn't sell the whole company. They didn't sell the full breadth of rental equipment that is available to them. They were just focused on what the customer needed at that moment in time. 
and how to cross-sell effectively. There are a few ways to successfully cross-sell, depending largely on your industry as well as your authority to adjust prices. The most important thing to keep in mind is that the product or service you're cross-selling has to add intrinsic, not just monetary, value. A customer won't care if they're getting a 30% discount on something if they don't have any use for it. They have to see how the product will benefit them before the price becomes attractive. Another way to improve cross sales is to offer a discount or bundled package. This adds financial value to the intrinsic value you've already established. If you don't have the authority to do this yourself, get permission from somebody who does before you engage that customer. That way you know your negotiation limits and where they are, and you won't sound uninformed or hesitant. Remember that cross-selling is still selling, which means you need to help a customer solve a problem or fulfill a desire. And always look for opportunities to cross-sell, but don't force them. Most of them will come up naturally. If you listen to your customers and have true expertise in your offering, you should have no trouble honing in on the cross-sale. And here's some cross-selling benefits. One, cross-selling builds customer loyalty. Cross-selling opportunities should help a customer solve a problem that builds loyalty, going back to our insurance example. Number two, it improves profitability and lowers price. Most cross-sales involve some kind of a discount, which means your firm will make less on the product than if sold alone. However, you may not have gotten the sale at all without cross-selling. And it sets you apart. The beauty of cross-selling is that there are so many ways to do it. Whatever techniques you come up with becomes your personal selling advantage that separates you from competition. And it strengthens customer relationship. As long as you don't try to pitch them products they don't need, as long as you're willing to take no for an answer, cross-selling will strengthen your relationship. And number five, develop more leads. One of the most elusive advantages of cross-selling is that it can increase leads. If you have a loyal customer who feels cared for, they will be the first to recommend your services to someone else. So not only are you getting leads, but you're getting the best kind of leads, referrals. So in closing today, uh, thank you for joining me on the show. If you want to reach me, it's rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com. And remember, you can always listen on demand. Uh, next week, uh, open forum with some uh, big announcements that I want to make. If you'd like to be a guest, suggest a guest, advertise, have a question, need a guest speaker or a spokesperson or a business consultant or buying or selling, don't forget WGL Consulting. That's Donald at WGLConsulting.com. Today's quotes, and I have two. The first, obstacles are necessary for success 
Because in selling, as in all careers of importance, victory comes after many struggles of countless defeats. So said Ogmandingo. And the number two quote I'd like to make. Selling is something we do for our clients, not to our clients. So said Zig Ziglar. It's been my honor to spend this time with you today. I am Donald Charbonnet, your host and the diehard of the rental equipment industry, signing off. And remember, always make time for the things that make you happy to be alive. Be safe. Good running. Have a great week. Thanks for joining me. Back to you, Voice America. Thank you for tuning in to Rental Equip Talk Radio. Be sure to join your host, Donald Charbonnet, next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition on the Voice America Business Channel. Until we speak again, have a great week.